lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play, yeah This is Triple Play Fantasy Basketball, people. We are here to prepare you for week 20, which in normal leagues, if you have a, a sane commissioner, it is the last week of the regular season. Um, so we are here to try to prepare you to best end your regular season and get prepped for the playoffs. Um, I'm Coach James Lewis. Uh, you know, you know the name, you know the face. I just dropped a, you know, 2023 mock draft for our, you know, our hopefuls for next year and people that will be featured on the show next year. On the other end is uh, Eric Doc Mendelson, who spends his free time playing men's league basketball as well as betting. Yo, My guy, what's up? He's got, he's yeah, got a coach. smile on his face. It's been a while since we chopped it up. It has been a little bit, um, you know, so there's a couple of things I wanted to drop and I was thinking about the order, but when you said most sane commissioners, James is alluding to the fact that he is going to miss the playoffs in my league, um, which is a 12 team league. James is going to be outside the top six. So I wanted to share a little bit of a video. Um, this is an old Geico commercial. Oh, you almost had it. You're going to be quicker than that. That's what happens when you're the seventh seed. <laughs> Ooh, you almost had it one more week and you could have gotten in. <laughs> Let's go. Do we, do we want to need to take a trip down memory lane for those that are just viewing for the first time? This is the same league that I should be back-to-back -back champ. Uh, the only reason it wasn't last year back-to-back -back is because that insane commissioner on the other end decided to go to the very last week where people stop playing games and so yeah he's still waiting to get his ah but james almost had it almost had a playoff part this year we'll be sitting at home but before we get into our show today we are a proud sponsor of underdog fantasy you can do more or less you can do pickums you can do drafts on there and when you use promo code triple like all isaiah does isaiah joe does is shoot Underdog is going to match you up to $100. So definitely check some stuff out on there. Um, Jacob, James, myself have been using it, and it is awesome. Yes, sir. Um, so let's get to it, people. We know why you're here. Uh, and we always talk about games. Watch. It's very important this time of year. Five teams with two. Man, that sucks. Uh, because especially in your last week when you're trying to get into the playoffs, everything is on the table. Um, people are getting cut that, you know, you've been rostered all year. This is where you you go go for a gamble. 12 teams have three and 13, a lucky 13 teams have four games played. So if you're looking at the T-Wolves, the Bulls, the Clippers, Suns and Spurs, um, you might have to cut ties with players on that team or just be conscious of the week ahead. Um, Monday, Tuesday, people to pick up um, the Pistons and the 76ers play back-to-back, -back, and if you want to get a couple of games, get ahead of the schedule, and then cut ties. Yeah, I randomly threw in a Grant Hill and Allen Iverson graphic That's in there. Tough graphic. It's so tough. Some nice-looking nice, jer nice looking jerseys, too. 
Um, and looking ahead, I guess, to next weekend, um, back-to-back Saturday and Sunday to close out the week. If you're really desperate and you really need to get in, you're in the seventh seed and you're trying to get into the sixth. Uh, Hornets, Pelicans, Knicks, and Thunder um, are pickup candidates. Um, they vary around, you know, percentage-wise. And Some people have, you know, been getting grabbed up. Some people are still available. And I see a lot of specialists here, especially like if you play in category leagues, people that hit a lot of threes or maybe get a lot of steals. Um, Kaminga, DeLon Wright, Devontae Graham, Chris Dunn, Cam Reddish. Whether it's uh, people in new places or getting more opportunity um, because of injuries, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., Isaiah Joe, Nas Reed, Dennis Smith Jr., who's, you know, coming back and, you know, LaMelo Ball is out for the season. Although he's had a horrendous last week, um, he could still be worth it as far as assists and steals are concerned. But we're going to start it off with the 20-year-old Jonathan Kaminga. Doc, I'm just going to send it your way. What do you like about um, Johnny Cool? You know, it's funny. We were talking about who we want to insert on the graphics, and I talked about Kaminga. James said, really? And then he looked at his stats. So this is the assumption that Andrew Wiggins is going to miss more time with a personal matter that's going on. You know, first and foremost, thoughts and prayers to him. Obviously don't know what he's going through. Now, I do know that Steph is going to come back. I imagine he will be on a minutes restriction. But Kaminga, the last two games or last four games, 32, 29, 25, 27 minutes, has given you double digit points in all of those, giving you rebounds. He had four steals last game. He's shooting a little bit from the three. Um, I just think that he fits in pretty well with the Warriors rotation. There's somebody that I think they they kick the tires on James Wiseman. They don't want to do the same with Kaminga, and they're trying to give him every opportunity to showcase his talent. Hey, Wiseman looking good, though, over there in Detroit. He is. He is. He is. And so sometimes, a, you know, a new scene um, is good for players, and we like to see that. And we like to see, you know, Jonathan Kaminga being power forward center eligible is also very chills to have that flexibility. That's crazy. He's power forward center, center eligible at six, seven. Um, in, in the league with Josh, uh, LeBron is, is guard forward and center eligible now. Oh, wow. So since we're on the topic, you, you know, James Wiseman, we don't have a graphic for him, but you know, in the last three games, um, he's had nine rebounds, nine rebounds, seven rebounds. And against the Hornets, he had 23 points and seven boards. And he looked, you know, the part as, you know, a former number two overall pick. Um, and then the two games prior to that, 10 rebounds, 10 rebounds. So at the very least, he's rebounding at a very high rate. Um, and, yeah, the points have been a bit of a struggle outside of that Charlotte game. But, um, you know, Wiseman's a guy that, you know, you could look at as well. Somebody a little bit more consistent, uh, someone that hit a three-pointer, put his team in an overtime, um, somebody that just does everything and really good for Cats League is DeLon Wright. He's a swiper. Uh, he's one of Doc's favorites. So for some reason, I started with two Doc guys, and so I'm going to send it to Mr. Mendelson to talk about what he likes about DeLon Wright. I mean, DeLon Wright is just, like you said, steals God. Uh, maybe not steals God. Let's let's retract a little bit. He's in the steals court, though. Six steals <laughs> last game, three the game before that. I mean, he had six rebounds, both uh, back-to-backs against the Raptors, 18 assists, and he's given you everything, whether it's points leagues, uh, category leagues, contributes in all categories, had four threes last game as well, shot nine of 17 in that series against the Raptors. I think the Wizards, Denny Avia left uh, yesterday's game with uh, an injury, so that could open up some more minutes for him. But, 
you know, I think at this point of the year, you want it to play who is getting the minutes and just who's hot. And especially for the Wizards who are fighting for that play in, which is something I feel like I say every year. I think DeLon Wright is somebody that should be rostered in more leagues. Yeah, he could win you the category of steals we're talking about. He averages 2.1 on the season and he only he averages less than 24 minutes per game. But the thing is, he played 40 minutes yet last game and he's playing a lot more minutes. So this is somebody that could be leading the league in steals if he, you know, played starter minutes. And right now he is playing starter minutes. So um big shout outs to uh De- DeLon Wright and those of us that the 39% that have him rostered in Yahoo leagues. Coach, does it annoy you that we started with two doc guys? Nah, you know, sometimes I, I am courteous um, and I can take a blow like, you know, we it's like a boxing match um, when we come in here every week and it's OK. You can have the first round. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to move on to uh, a, a team Lewis guy, Devontae Graham. He will shoot you out field goal percentage. But I'm I'm pro like I, I if that's something that you're focusing on when you're drafting, it's not going to go well. You get you know, you can't just go for the guy that shoots 50 percent when you're sacrificing other statistics and uh what Devonte graham is going to give you is he's going to give you points in three-point barrage um the, the minutes that he's playing right now in san antonio he's filling it up he's going to be in the top five three-pointers made I, I see throughout the the rest of the season now again we mentioned that they only play two games this week so you might want to hold out till friday for this pickup because friday um he plays sunday he plays and then he'll play on Tuesday. So, you know, he's got a game. Every This might be a move for next week, um, but he gets uh, some assists too. So, yeah, Devontae Graham doesn't shoot high percentages, although in the last two games he was 7 for 15, which is all three-pointers. It's seven of them. And then he was uh, 5 of 10. Oh, yeah, they were all three-pointers. So <laughs> all his field goals that he does make end up being threes. And then, you know, he can get you some dimes and a steal here and there. Live and die by the three. So with one Lewis guy to the starter on Team Lewis, Jeremy Sohan. I don't know. He wasn't on the first graphic, but I had to sneak him in here because what is he doing in the last two weeks? He's killing people. 44% rostered, which is absurd. It's totally absurd that, you know, 56% of the nation is, like, ignoring this kid. 18 points, eight boards, three dimes, a steal. Like, what else do you want? He had 22 against Indiana, 22 against Utah. The guy is just a fabulous basketball player. 56% of the nation is smart. Yeah. Or the world. You know, this is a global game. This isn't just love, the United yeah. States. I mean, I, I love Shout it. out to the UK and England. Jeremy so Sohan. Hey, hey, I, I'll give him. Sohan's been good. That 22-13 and 13 game against the Pacers, that was nice. 11-26, that was a little bit unexpected for him to take that many shots. He's somebody that I'm going to like next year. And I think we're seeing it at you the end of the can't have him. Uh, sorry. We'll, We'll, we'll see in an auction draft, but I mean, the, the percentage is, yeah, 5 of 13, still shooting 44% on the season. He's missed his last 11 threes. He's shooting 24% from the field or from three for the year. Just keep that in mind. He's going to give you some good games, but also that, that field goal percentage is ugh. He's a dog. He's a dog. Let's just also, he's, he's been good in the stocks category, but he's averaging 0.8 steals and 0.4 blocks for the season. That, let's not act like this is the norm for him. He's not even legal to drink alcohol. Yeah, so but we're talking about we're talking about people this year that are going to help you win. All right, moving on. Um, Chris, not so done yet. 
he gets a t- uh, 10-day contract, then he gets his second 10-day contract, and he's playing big minutes for Utah. And what one thing that's you know not deniable about Chris Dunn in his game is his defense. He's a high-level elite perimeter defender. Um, but what's kept him out of the league and a former, you know, lottery pick is the fact that he, he can't really shoot. But, you know, talking about the steals court and uh, this is like a it's like a poor man's uh, DeLon, right? If you um, can't get DeLon, going with Chris Dunn is not a bad thing because he still gets rebounds and still gets dimes as well. Think about uh, the Jazz at the beginning of the season. They had an embarrassment of riches at the point guard position, and then they got rid of Malik Beasley. They got rid of um, Mike Conley at the trade deadline. Then Colin Sexton got hurt, hurt his hamstring. So, like, that really opened up the opportunity for Chris Dunn. Yeah, what else opened up the opportunity is Utah is not trying to win anymore. (laughs) They started off the season hot, and, you know, at one time they were leading the Western Conference – with record, but they're trying to get into the Wimby sweepstakes as, as best as possible. And to do that, insert Chris Dunnett, starting point guard. He is tough in that Jazz jersey, though. Yeah, I love those jerseys. I like the Spurs. I don't know. I like all the, the different jerseys. I like this Kaminga jersey. So shout out to the NBA for the different threads that they're spoiling us. And what the one of the classic best threads is the Portland strip Stripe jersey. And Cam Reddish is getting a – a new opportunity over there in the last two weeks, which is a decent sample size since the trade deadline, 16 points, about three rebounds, two and a half assists, 46% from the field, two threes, you know, a steal and a half against Atlanta, against his former team, which we see a lot of times when you go heads up with your former team, 25 points, three rebounds, two assists, four threes, three stops. Um, So shout out Cam Reddish. You could go in worse directions if you're trying to make a weekly pickup. Chauncey Billups has like a seven, eight man rotation with the Blazers too. Like it's, I've noticed he, uh, the one person that isn't safe with playing time is Shaden Sharp, but I feel like everybody else Chauncey Billups loves and is guaranteed to get some, some run in that two, three zone he plays. I don't know if you've been watching Blazers games, but he puts that zone out there most games. Yeah. That two, three matchup zone and, you know, shout out Dame Lillard because his 71 was just a spectacle. I mean, we, it's the second 71-point uh, game that we've seen, but I was almost more impressive with the level of difficulty that he was pulling up from threes and all over the place. I don't think anybody, we make it as casual when they drop 60-plus like Dame. It's just like, oh, Dame had another another 60-plus game, but we don't, like, it, it gets slept on. It, it should get more more recognition than it does. Yeah, and his season – um, should be recognized as well because it probably is the best of his career after last year. Some people counted him out and said his it's done for Dame Lillard, um, but he's he, it isn't done. He is not done. Um, Tim Hardaway is a repeat offender here. Uh, somebody that's going to make a lot of threes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll have a couple of games where he he won't wow you, but um, he's never afraid to put him up against Indiana. He hit four threes against Sac. He had six in the last two weeks. He's averaging sixteen, and he's getting. Um, playing time with you know all the all the roster moves Dallas has, uh, but he's one of the um, engines of that potent off Dallas offense. I can't co-sign this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that's he, it. He, that's he, it. He, <laughs> I he can't co-sign threes. this. He just shoots threes. Like he doesn't even give you rebounds. He's been averaging, I think, like under three the last two weeks in assists. Like, yeah, we look at that three pointers four per game, but 
that's really kind of inflated from a few of those. I mean, you look before just earlier in February, two of four, three of 10, four of nine, three of seven. Like he doesn't hit the threes. He's not really worth anything. Yeah, but he does hit the threes. And you yeah, just like, like you like yeah, Cam Reddish, but we No, but 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 also the volume is now down since Kyrie is there. Like so you, so, you, so you're going with Cam Reddish over Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. Give me give me Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> All right. If you want to lose and not make the playoffs. And watch you're gonna, you're gonna like Isaiah Joe. Watch. He's the same statistical uh person right here. Uh Isaiah Joe Basically, of OKC. Yeah. Um, 16, like, like it's almost nearly identical of what we just saw with Tim Hardaway Jr.'s last two weeks. Um, in the same three, 28 points, six threes, uh, three stocks. Um, Isaiah Joe, who's cut by the Philadelphia 76ers, um, nice, looking like a nice pickup for OKC going forward because the kid can really shoot the basketball. Yeah. I mean, just wait for them to tank even more and to, to bench SGA for the entire season. I mean, you're right. You- currently. You, you live and die by the three, giving you less than three rebounds, less than two assists, three and a half threes made over the last two weeks. The volume is there more than Hardaway. 13 attempts, nine attempts, four, eight, 12. I mean, if you're if you're streaming someone for threes, I would take Isaiah Joe over Tim Hardaway. And it's, it's shocking to absolutely no one that we find Shea Gilgis-Alexander with an uh, apparent injury at this time of the year. Uh, Nas Reed, shout out Nas Reed, who had one of the greatest fantasy, um, just stream games with this performance against Golden State the 26th of February. He had 30 points, nine boards, three assists, four three pointers made, seven stocks. But yet, just last game, he played 18 minutes. So, like, he's a boomer bust pickup. Say it again. Something's wrong in Minnesota, man. With the like his lack of playing time, certain games, or I like, just there's no consistency there. Like, play Nas Reed if he's it didn't make sense. He in 36 minutes, yeah, he had that great streamer day, and then he plays 19 the next. Like, what is what are we doing? And shout out, um, Nas Reed's just ability to hit a three pointer. Like, when you hit four threes in a game, three threes against um, LA, and you're as big as he is, like. That's going to make him an NBA pro for a long time. And this is a guy that went undrafted after only playing one year at LSU. And, I mean, I really liked him. I thought he deserved to get drafted. I'm glad that he's found, you know, a position uh, in the NBA. And I'm pretty sure a free agency is looming this summer. So we'll see if maybe a different opportunity, a new place, um, will be beneficial for Nas Reed. But, you know, I think think he's a good fit with, like, an Anthony Edwards. But – it's just kind of shocking that it doesn't play um, consistent minutes, especially with Cat not <laughs> being available. I think they got to get rid of Cat. Yeah, I, I should have never drafted him. He sucks. Womp, womp, womp. Moving on. Um, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, we, we mentioned this at the beginning. Uh, LaMelo Ball is out for the season, and at the beginning of uh, the year, he got an opportunity. And uh, one thing for categories leagues is he gets a lot of – like assists. He, he can get you some rebounds. He gets steals. Um, when he's shooting 26%, though, that's not – that doesn't make you happy at all. But he was hitting some threes at the beginning. Let's see if his confidence ticks up. If you pick them up, I wouldn't cut bait with him just yet. I think I would try to give him maybe a couple more games before I would cut ties with him because he may be really um, beneficial to you come to playoffs around the corner. Yeah, 
strictly categories leagues. You love the assists. I mean, even from the stocks, giving you two stocks over the past couple of weeks, like if you can stomach that field goal percentage and you can surround him with guys like Jared Allen, Rudy Gobert that do do that or do have a higher percentage and kind of even it out. Coach, guess how old Dennis Smith Jr. is? Dennis Smith Jr. is 23 years old. He's 25. I feel like he's someone that we talk about as like a retread that's like 28, 29. No, nah, I mean, I said 23, so I was still under. But I knew he was one and done um, NC State and not, not too, not too, has, too long ago. Have we seen anybody's career, like, tank as much as his? I mean, we mentioned Chris Dunn earlier. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess because why well, I think he was a part of one of the all-rookie teams his, his first year. So Rookie season, 15.2 yeah. points, four rebounds, 5.2 assists, and a steal. Crazy how much he's regressed, and it just shows how important um, shooting is in today's NBA. Because I think that if you know you throw back, you know, early '90s, and th- he could still be, a, you know, a starting point guard caliber player. But I just think with the volume of three pointers made, you cannot, you can only have like one guy that can't shoot on a court, and he just hasn't proven himself to be um, a three point shooter, and thus, you know. People play off you. I mean, we 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 see Russell Westbrook um, has trended in completely the wrong direction because you know defenses are just leaving him wide open and it just it's hard to play um, should, a game when you have a liability on offense like that. We should make a team or a starting five of all people that can't shoot. So it'd be Dennis Smith Jr., Russell, um, Ben Simmons, probably Draymond. <laughs> Your guy's so on. <laughs> I said you. I set you up for that one. Oh, yeah. um, and lastly, Hamadou Diallo. Oh, here another guy that can't shoot threes. Um, he's a strictly points league guy, but in last week averaging nineteen, he's been double digits. I think the last seven, eight games in a row. He's twenty three against Charlotte. I see a lot of high numbers here against Charlotte. That's a that's a shocker. But um, yeah, Hamadou. This is just a mention because you know if you're a points league and, and maybe streaming a guy at the end that is going to get you some points in, in a steal, but really nothing else. How you do, Hamadou? Second <laughs> appearance on the show. Welcome to the pod. I mean, James, I think he's he's been – I know the last three games is kind of where he's, like, really taken off. But he scored double digits in the last eight, I think, in all games since they've traded Sadiq Bay. So, you know, we, we talk about – we talked about at the trade deadlines. Sometimes when people move, that opens up the opportunity. And especially points leagues. I mean, he does give you some rebounds. I don't know how much that's going to um, carry on, but – He's shooting at a great volume, 59% over the last week. You know what I just noticed? This is not really fantasy related, but Detroit is – it's funny how they always are taking a, a gamble on a previously highly drafted – Oh, yeah, player. Marvin Bagley, Kevin Knox, James Wiseman. Um, They signed R.J. Hampton. Um, They yeah. gave a Josh Johnson a look. Uh, they did give Josh Johnson a look. Like, it's just nonstop – um josh jackson rather but um yeah maybe one of these days they'll actually hit on it maybe it is wiseman who knows they got him for basically nothing they did they did it was definitely worth um what they gave up all those second round picks so um with that uh week 20 we wish you the best of luck we hope that you're in the playoffs next week we'll do a a special fantasy uh playoff show next week um th- this is really the time where the the games played really matter the back-to-backs matter your pickups are essential 
Um, you may be cutting ties uh, with like Harrison Barnes of the world, people that are really good rosterable players. But then, you know, you might be trying to go boom or bust and, you know, trying to win that week because it's a it's a week to week thing at this at this point of the season. And we're glad you came along for the ride. Wait, coach, I want to ask you before we get off, what are you doing if you have John Morant? Um, just waiting two games until he comes back. What do you I mean? To miss at least two. Uh, for no, I mean, come on. Are you worried about John Moran? I mean, the Jaws, like you, you brought up the topic. I, uh, I put on, I put on, I put on our Twitter account, uh, like a week and a half ago. I said, anybody worried about John Moran? Cause there's just been too many stories that were flying under the radar. Like I I do think John Moran comes back and plays this season, but I do think it's going to be more than two games. So, I mean, obviously Tyus Jones is probably rostered in your league. But if not, I would definitely check on that. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely a stream guy for this week. We should have thrown him in the show because Tyus Jones is one of the best backup point guards in the entire NBA. Um, as far as the jaw thing is concerned, um, I, yeah, I think that he needs to clean up some of these, like, altercations and things. But, the, like, the 17-year-old that he he fought, like, at his house, like, that happened in the summertime. Like, it was known. But the the details in the Washington Post story, it's an interesting time that the story drops there. Everyone always has a motive. Um, I but, mean, there was just the thing about the mall, about people like threatening security employees, the yeah. Pacers game where they, which was um, not him, but it's still, it's the, the, the party that you keep around, the people that you keep around you are a reflection on yourself as well. Yeah. You mentioned the Pacers but I mean, game. We can't even deny the, the gun in the Instagram live video. No, no, I was just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> like, and when the microscope is on you, you dude, you gotta know that and just like Bro, it, it wasn't even somebody else's Instagram live. It was his own Instagram live. Yeah. I I'm I don't I have faith that this is, you know, just him maturing and things that he'll clean up as time goes on. That's that's what I kind of believe in. I'm if you're a Grizzly fan or John Moran fan, you know, just keep your jerseys. Don't don't trade him in. I think that he will have a turnaround and they have just have a bright, bright future. Right. I'm not giving up on Ja as a character person either. He just needs to clean some things up. I agree. All right. That's our show. We'll see you next week. Uh, good luck to y'all, all of y'all out there. Doc, good, good hang, good talking, good chopping it up and, uh, you know, shooting back and forth at each other. <laughs> Always. Lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play, yeah